In this extraordinary episode, we'll embark on a journey of happiness and self-discovery. Join us today with a very special guest and fellow adventurer, Dan. Delve into the heartwarming themes of friendship, stepping beyond comfort zones, the joy of travel, and finding the right career path. Get ready to be inspired by captivating stories and practical insights. Sit back, relax, and let's dive in. To start the show, I just thought I'd read out a few little happiness quotes. Firstly, happiness is not by chance, but by choice. That's Jim Rohn. Secondly, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be successful. Albert Weitzer. And then lastly, happiness is what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Dan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Stephen. Here, good and you, mate. Yeah, really good. Enjoying being at Cape Town. And so, yeah, Dan, tell us, you know, who you are and a bit about yourself. From Durban, South Africa, same country as you, just further away. Born and raised here, lived here for most of my life. Just kind of been through some sort of life events and situations in my life that have made me change the way that I look at my life and what I want out of it and kind of realize how short life is. And as you're talking about now, what makes you happy? Kind of decided to go overseas and travel. I think I was like 27, 28 when I did that. And then from there, we're overseas um, in yachting now and yeah, going to places that I've never seen in my life, getting paid to travel the world and just, yeah, have so much fun. And I know a lot of people look into it and all that. Definitely changed my life and went from working a corporate job for two and a half years that I really didn't like. I was doing it just to kind of pay the rent and pay groceries and things like that. Had the situation that I went through in my life and then decided to change it, change it all around and just looked at myself, say, what do I want? What makes me happy? What do I want to do? And I'm like, the world's a big place. Let's go try to see what it what it holds and what's there. So yeah, I then went traveling and on my travels, I was like, well, I want to keep seeing the world, but I need to earn money. Got my job and haven't looked back there. So you were working in this job and yeah, what happened? I mean, this was a big sort of transformation sort of stages you went through, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do the whole usual thing, like sort of I've seen it our generation and the way We've been brought up, like our parents have brought us up with the whole white picket fence sort of mentality of being like, you know what, you go to school, you finish school, you go to university, you go get a degree and then you go work for the rest of your life and you go into the corporate world and try to work your way up and everything else. And then of course you get the wife and you get the kids and, and everything else. But it got to a point that I was headed down that way. Um, had the ex-girlfriend dating her for like three, three and a half years. Her and me broke up, that kind of ended. And then of course I was upset. And then kind of just realized going like, is that what I want in my life? Is that what I want to do for the rest of my life? Do I want to try to keep going and searching to find that one and stay in the same place and not grow as a person and not change anything? Or do I want to turn my life around and go do something that no one really in my family has done and a couple of my friends have done it? So yeah, so just decided of going, you know what, let's go and travel and let's go try new things and see new places and meet new people. And my life, yeah, completely changed around from feeling like I was stuck in the same place, doing the same thing, like just going through the same routine. And some people do like routine, but I'm definitely a person who doesn't. And I just felt like I was going through the motions of life. And then I kind of like just woke up one day and I was like, I can't keep doing this. I need to get hold of my life. I need to change it around. I need to sort of, I need to, what makes me happy. So yeah, went over and traveled, went to America worked at a summer camp there for a while and then toured America for a month, then went to Israel 
toured around Israel for a month, worked in a date packing factory, which was which was a hell of an experience. Then eventually went and got on the yachts and kind of been working and traveling. And yeah, the amount of people I've met, the different cultures that I've seen, um, the different places that I've seen just makes me, especially the one that kind of blew my mind was when we crossed the Atlantic, crossed yeah. that. And I remember like looking on marine traffic and seeing like first time we went and seeing all the boats and going, oh, this is going to be a cool trip. There's going to be boats all around us. Like it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun. And I remember we were going through and it was a week and a half until we saw another boat who at sea and from horizon the whole way around didn't see anything for a week and a half. And that just made me feel so small on this earth. And I was like, okay, cool. So this is the point of going, if I feel this small on earth and it's that big, there are so many places to go and see so many different people to meet, so many different cultures, foods, music, just everything. There's so much out there. And since then, yeah, just haven't looked back. Eh? Just the things that I've done and the places that I've seen, people in my family probably will never see. And some of my friends and just people generally in the world, they will never see some of the places that I've been to, which which is amazing. And yeah, it really does. As soon as you put yourself in a perspective of going, there's more out there than just your waking up in your same house, your flats, whatever it is, next to your wife, next to your girlfriend, same sort of thing. And then getting up, going to the same job, coming back and going out with friends, going to the same place on the weekend and things like that. It's like it's people kind of get into the routine. As soon as you go overseas and you travel and everything and you realize there's, there's more out there. There's so much more out in the world. It really does put life in perspective for you and realize, you know what, if you're going to be happy to stay in the routine and that really does make you happy, and I know for a lot of people it does, then cool, that's for you. But if you really want to turn your life around and try to change it and things like that, it really does. It's one of those things that starts with you. Your happiness starts with you. It doesn't start with anyone else. I've always said it, and it's, I've said a couple of people when I do say it, it goes, I always go, and when I tell people, um, when they always say, oh, I'm unhappy because of my job, because of this, oh, my boyfriend or girlfriend cheated on me, da, 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 da going like you know what it's your life you need to realize you need to sit there one day and go through and go you know what it's your life no one can make your decisions people can help you through it and all that and give you advice but you're the one in the driver's seats of your life it's screw your friends screw your family screw everything else it's your life you need to live it you need to take life by the horns and be like this is what i want in my life because at the end of the day when you're lying on that deathbed and there are going to be family members around you helping you and coach you through and all that you're going to be the only one who's going to be going no one else is going to going to sort of really be there with you once you're sitting there and that's that's the last couple of minutes don't you ever in your life want to look back and go geez i've seen this i've done that I've met these many people it's just it's been an awesome life that i'm living so that's the way i kind of looked at it and i just realized of going you know what just against all odds and against everything else let me go and make the laugh that i want to make it's been tough but i really have i've, I've lived a really good life so far i mean that's amazing right you know taking such a proactive approach on life and you know acknowledging, you know, what works, what doesn't. You know, when you go traveling, in my much more limited experience, is it's, it's almost like you gain time. You spend this little period, you get so many experiences, you, you grow, you're challenged, you know, there's the thick and thin of it, you meet people, you form relationships, and so much happens in that little period of time that when you go back, you're like, wow, so much happens. Oh, that was only, you know, a month or you know whatever period of time that that's nothing right and then you go back to the world and it's almost like a everything just slows down again all that momentum and things going on and like feeling like you've lived so much and then it goes you know boom back to day to day you know day one as you're saying it's like you know day two monday is tuesday and wednesday it's kind of the same and you know every weekend you do the same thing and those things are fun right it is nice to hang out with your buds and stuff but 
not maybe it doesn't feel like as enriching and like that you're kind of I guess making the most of your time and kind of you you feel like sometimes that maybe I'm not living a life almost worthwhile having that contrast between wow this is so cool and exciting and then you go back to like the the day old you're like yeah this is all right this is cool you know but you know is it is it what I want you know is this how I want things to always be and yeah you know like so this was kind of a place I was kind of at at our time of meet we met on this amazing Kontiki tour touring through Southeast Asia we were on the same sort of group you know in it together and yeah we went from you know Thailand Laos and Cambodia together and I remember a point when we were on the slow boat between Thailand and Laos and you know I think me and Dana socialized here and there and I think you know I was like oh he's a cool guy and you know so on and the one thing to note is you hit it off very quickly with uh, Brandon right yeah 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 it was just like you guys clicked and you're like, like people are like, oh, wow, you guys have, haven't you guys known each other for ages? It's like, no, you know, we just met, but it was just that kind of compatibility and it just worked, right? So I just wanted to say that on this boat, I was talking about how, you know, me and you just kind of sat down, you know, and chatted a bit and then it got quite deep and it was talking about, you know, like I was saying that how I'm sort of seeking deeper connections and how like the people around me seem always like, they're not able or willing to have these kind of more profound, meaningful conversations. And then it progressed into, I was struggling with my career. I was not happy in my job. It was very isolated. I didn't enjoy the work. And it was just an environment that didn't work for me. And so I was in a bad spot. And then we, we had a conversation. Yeah, I mean, how was that for you? Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great conversation. It was and that's what I always like about traveling and I've, I've always done it wherever I go. And that's why I've, I remember like being on my social media and stuff like that, hardly just having my friends on there and hardly knowing anyone and just knowing local people from around my area. And so going overseas and just realizing that the more you talk to people and the more you get other people's sort of advice through life and go through like sort of their lifespan and what they've been up to and what they're doing, you also grow as a person. Like you don't have to go through what they've gone through personally for them to talk to you and give you advice about it. So then you go, Oh shit, well, I didn't know that. And then like you learn from it every single time. It's a way of learning. It's a way of growing. It's a way of, cause there's always different ways to learn. You look on the internet, you read a book, everything else. No one really talks about learning from other people's mistakes or learning from other people's um, experiences. Um, and that's what I find. It's a, it's a great way to learn. And when you and me were chatting, when I was giving you advice that I've gone through in my life and what happened to me, and then what kind of got me down my roots, what I was doing, and you were learning from me, I was learning from you too. And I was learning that it was because you really did. And that's that's like what you were saying earlier was when you go out and you travel, it's a, like a, I never realized it. I just, I've always been a person, like saying, get along with Brandon. I get along with everyone. I pretty much talk to anyone about some sort of something going on in the world. So I'm very much a sociable person, but a lot of people out there don't really go out and they do struggle to socialize. I've only kind of recently seen that since I've gone more on tour groups and things like that, that sometimes you get people that really push themselves out there and they really like take on the challenge of going to go travel. And you could literally, and I saw it on our group as we were going through and we were traveling, like in the beginning couple of days, a lot of people were quiet and you're kind of chatting and kind of being nice. And then like a couple of days in, people, I literally saw them like turn around and change. And the reason of why people change or why people grow that quickly when they travel and especially by themselves is because you push yourself out of your comfort zone. 
your comfort zone is back home with your friends and your same routine and everything else. And everyone goes, that's life. And at the end of the day, yes, that's life. That's life to pay the bills, to have the misses, to get your groceries. And that's how you think of living life. At the end of the day, life is also besides a monetary sort of value and sort of living your life, gaining money and houses and assets and everything else. It's still also very much so a sort of personality and spiritual. And there's, there's a lot to people that people don't understand. People just look at social media and everything else. And all they do is, you know, I've got to chase the money, you've got to chase the girls, you've got to chase the house, you've got to chase the car. You don't often see, every now and then you kind of do and you kind of go, oh yeah, cool, chase happiness and all that. People just say, they give you quotes and they give you life advice and all that. They don't actually go and do it themselves. So that's why what I noticed in our group and like especially you and me having the chats is, and I remember when we spoke about it and like you were the primary example of that I learned from you of going that you said to me and I'll never forget when we were talking and I was like, dude, you're not happy. Like, why are you still doing this job? And you're like, damn, but it's like, I've still got a job. It took me a while to get another one. I've still got bills. I've still got all that. And that's why I said to you at the end of the day, I said, you know what? You're still going to have bills. You're still going to have everything else still going on in your life. But now you're not going to have this extra sort of feeling horrible of like going to work, being unhappy of going to work. Because if you think about it, and most people don't, of going, they literally live for the weekend. So they work Monday to Friday, hate their lives, hate their jobs, unhappy Monday to Friday, get to Friday and go, cool, it's the weekend. I'm going to go spend time with family. I'm going to go party with friends. I'm going to go do whatever they do, whatever makes them happy. And if you think about it, out of seven days, you're living for two days out of seven throughout your whole life, just to be happy for those two days. Instead of at the end of the day, when you're working for five days, which is the greater part of your week, which will always be the greater part of your life, why not try to look for a place or try to look for a job or try to look for something that'll make you happy for majority of the days that you're working? And that's why so many people are sometimes scared to take jobs and they're scared to make the move. And exactly like I explained, they're scared to get out of their comfort zone. As soon as they get out of their comfort zone, that's when you start growing. That's when you start challenging yourself. You start seeing what sort of person you are, what makes you, you. And it is, it's a great way to do it. And I realized like, oh, I used to hate being out of my comfort zone. I, the way I've been brought up and stuff like that, it's you plan six months ahead and you just, you get everything in order and nothing can go wrong. But at the end of the day, you can't plan for something that hasn't happened yet. You sometimes just need to stop, live your life and make your choices that will make you happy. And you'll eventually realize, you know what, if, you, if you're a good person at the end of the day and you follow your instincts and you just try and live life how you want to live life, life often works out a lot better than a lot of people expect. Everyone in life, for some reason, it hasn't even happened yet, but they always assume the worst and expect the worst. And that's how people gain anxiety and they get stressed and everything else. And I've just learned, you know what, let life be. Yeah, of course, go have your plans, have your future goals, get things in place. But if it doesn't work out exactly as per plan and it's not going that way, you know what? Look at it, stop, take a breath, look at it and go, okay, cool. What can I do to change this? And then also, which helps settle a lot of people is look at it and go, at the end of the day, what is the worst that's going to happen? Of course, everybody knows the worst that can happen in your life is you die. That is literally the worst thing that can happen. From there, it might take a long time. Don't get me wrong. And some things are very, very tough. But at the end of the day, things can always be fixed. The only thing that is guaranteed is death. Life and death are the only two things that are ever guaranteed. And in between that, it's what you make through that time. And I'm so glad that when we spoke to try podcast and everything and have the chat, like, yeah, Dan, I've moved jobs. I'm so much happier now and everything else. And I'm like, that's great. For me, I feel happy that personally you and me spoke. I learned from you. You learned from me. And I just come through of going, you've made the change and you told me you're a lot happier and nicer people. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's, that's great. And that literally just taught me from living my life and looking at it and sort of stopping one day and going, you know what? I have one life on this earth. Let's make a count. Let's just go for happiness. 
And that's what I did. And I've learned literally everything, just living my life one day at a time and trying to push myself out of my comfort zone and really try push myself I'm sorry, as far as I can so that I can learn what I'm made of. I don't know if you've read, read his book or if you know about him, David Goggins. He is very mentally strong. And the things that he's done is just ridiculously crazy. It just shows how far you can push your body as long as your mind's into it. If you set something in your mind and you want to go and do it, it you'll make it happen. doesn't matter what happens. And that's why I kind of, one day, like I said, woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And I set my mind doing it. And it did. It made me happy. It brought me so much joy. Getting out of my comfort zone. I grew. I learned different things, met different people. I managed to travel the world, which is which is awesome. Yeah, the one thing you'll note just about dad is that exactly that. I think in great knowledge of, you know, things can work out and there's lots of ways to find happiness. You know, when things go wrong, dad's like quite chilled and he's like, oh, you know, missed the bus. No, it's fine. We, we'll find a plan. Oh, this went wrong. Yeah, we find a plan. And he's effective, but he also doesn't stress out on the things that aren't as important and you know that thing that sort of really sticks out and you know after our discussion i got back to cape town you know i had to go back and i just said sure i don't want to you know have that experience and just kind of it not mean anything so you know i took time off i reflected and said you know what do i want how do i take my experiences on this like amazing trip and kind of integrate them and I said to think on it and yeah, so I spent some time, you know, I well started this podcast to, I think, gain some more people's perspectives and experience like the different people out there. And, you know, I, I built up my bio career and that's been super fun and I've met really interesting people and then started to look on the market again and they reached out. I followed up and I heard a good review from someone that was close and I said okay cool I'm going to take these guys seriously and yeah I started there got there and you know early days but it's been really cool you know people they acknowledge the when you go into an office you know the social element getting to know your peers you know realizing that we're kind of all in this game of life together we all got our struggles our good and our bad and just kind of I guess that people side came up even just facilitating this work-life balance, right? The great struggle. And it's so easy to neglect that balance, right? And say, well, this thing's important. Let me forget everything else. And to you, maybe, what does a work-life balance feel like? Like, what are your thoughts on this concept of, you know, kind of juggling the outside, the inside? That's always a little bit tough because a lot of people are like work-life balance. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not even sort of really that. Like, I understand if you think about it, it's your life. How you want to live it and what you want to do is up to you. You can work and you can figure out what job you want to do. And if it makes you happy, if it doesn't make you happy, whatever the reasons are why you're doing that sort of work. But at the end of the day, it's when you don't work on the weekends or you get your days off or anything else, then you're still living your life. And especially if you go to work at eight in the morning and you finish at five or whatever it is, when you clock off and you go home, between those times, you're living your life. So you are still living your life more than you work. So I think at the end of the day, you know what? Put a little bit more into your life, then put it into work. Don't knock off work completely and everything else. Because I know, of course, you got to do it to pay the bills and everything else. And of course, everyone works. That's the way the world works. And that's the way it keeps rotating around. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know what? You can go into a job and be making, I don't know, half a million a year, like stupid amounts of money that we see people online and people around us making absolutely stupid money. And 
they come across as going, oh, I have a great life. I have all this money. I've got this amazing sort of partner or this amazing house. I've got this amazing car. I've got amazing everything else. But deep down inside, are they actually happy? Are they actually living their life? I've unfortunately met people in my life that they seem like they're having an absolute great life. And of course, especially in yachting where money is no object. And you will see people that have all the money in the world but they're still not happy and they go out and they just do stupid, ridiculous things. And it's, they're still not happy because they, they're trying to seek that happiness because at the end of the day, you know what? You need to work on yourself. You need to make yourself happy. And a lot of people are like, yeah, money can buy you happiness and all that. Yeah, it could buy you some cool things and it could make you happy at some point, but only for a short period of time. Everybody knows that when they were a kid, especially you go and you save up your little bit of money, whatever it is. And you're like, oh, I'm a big boy now, I'm a big girl or whatever. And you go and you buy your little toy or whatever. That's great. It's a great feeling. It's awesome. And you come home, you play with it. Give it, what, a month, two months. You're like, oh, cool. Fob that toy off. Okay, where's the next one? I want to go get another toy because... They want that feeling again, that feeling, that that rush, that, okay, cool, I've achieved something, it's great. That's why people always keep trying to look for something new. And they're always trying to be better and try to be one up. Instead of going, you know what, let me just pump the brakes. Let's just hold on for a while. Instead of looking at what's around me, let's look inside first. We can fix what's inside. And I don't need what is around me to make the inside and make me happy. What do I need around me that is there that will be causing stress, causing anxiety, causing depression, causing everything else, what you don't actually need. Like there's so many times that's like, and you just touched on it sort of with work and everything else. And you said you came back and you reflected and you looked inside yourself. What do you want? What's happening? Which is great. Everyone needs to do that every now and then. Life goes by so quickly that sometimes you just need to stop, take a breath. It's just, I don't know, 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever it is. Sometimes just sit, sit with yourself outside, in your room, quiet, wherever it is, whatever makes you happy. Sit there quietly and just kind of like, Get everything in order again in your brain because there's a lot that goes on. And sometimes you realize that you stress over things that are unnecessary. And especially that comes down to when you got your work-life balance is sometimes people get work and they have stressful jobs and everything else. And then they're like, oh, cool, it's the weekend. I'm going to go like, like decompress and chill and everything else. And a lot of people on the weekend are still getting phone calls, still getting emails, still phoning, not spending time with their family, not spending time with their friends because even though their body's left work, their mind hasn't. And that's when you just need to take your time and go, you know what? Work does help you pay for the bills. Work does help you have your house, have your car, have your everything else, help you buy groceries, buy things. So of course, you do need to work. You do need money. But at the end of the day, the things that are around you won't always make you happy if you can start with your own happiness inside. It always comes through of going, you know what? Just take the breath, stop, think about what's going on in your life and think about it. If it doesn't make you happy in your life and you don't actually need it, why is it there? It'll probably be causing you added expenses, added stress, added anxiety that you don't need if it's not there. If you don't need it, leave it behind. People can't be scared of dropping things off and cutting things out of their life and especially failure and everything else. Because a lot of people also get scared about changing their work life to try. So in other words, they don't want to leave their job to make their life better, to make themselves happier because they think they're not going to find another job. They're scared of failure. They're scared that nothing's going to work out. And again, it's coming down to they're thinking worse things before it's even happened. So if you can sort of go, okay, cool, I'm really struggling at work. I'm not getting along with people. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not having fun or not that you're not having fun, but just because you sort of work, it is to work, but you're not enjoying it. Then you know what? Go, okay, cool. Well, guys, I know I'm doing the job and thanks for the opportunity and thanks for everything else. But if I keep doing this for another 20, 30 years, because of the stress and anxiety, I'll probably end up dying 20 years younger than I'm supposed to. So that's why they always say, if you love your work enough, you'll you'll never feel like you're working down your life because you'll just feel like it's fun and you enjoy it and having a good time. 
and you're still doing a job at the end of the day. You can't be scared of getting out of comfort zone, leaving, failing, trying new experiences, different things. And then eventually when you do that, and especially while you're going around and you're trying new things, you're getting out of comfort zone, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn what sort of person you are. You learn what makes you who you are and how you operate and how you tick. And then sometimes you'll go, okay, well, I never actually thought about that as a career path, but I've figured out I'm really good at, say, managing people, or I'm really good at talking to people, or I'm really good at this or something. You, you'll usually find something out about yourself when you step out of your comfort zone and you go do something different. And then you go, okay, well, could I maybe turn that, and I enjoy doing that, could I maybe turn that into a career path? And then if you can do that, that you find out what makes you happy and you try to get a career path that makes you happy, your work-life balance isn't going to be a problem because you are happy at work and you're still having your life and you're still living it because people work for majority of their lives. So why do what our parents used to do and our grandparents used to do of going, you get into the one job, you work there until you die or you work there until you retire, but you know what, towards the end of it, you absolutely hate it and, and you're not enjoying it. But they've done it for 40, 50, 60 years or however long they work. So that's the thing. If you think about it, 40 years of work is a long time. When you're working five days out of seven in a week, 40 years is a long time. So that is a large portion of your life, say 30, 40 years, that you're not happy. At the end of the day, eventually when you do finish work and you retire, you're not going to know what happiness is because you've got used to just not having the work-life balance. And that's why if you make yourself happy and you just work on yourself and you realize the things around you that make you happy and you are happy and you're happy inside yourself and you're happy with what you're doing and then you get the job that also makes you happy. When those two come together, then you'll realize what you're doing in life really does sort of then you'll find at least going along those lines of true happiness because if you're working for money and you're happy and you have your personal social life and that makes you happy then then that's it you headed down the right path everything from there should be happiness yeah i remember good uh, words of very wisdom that stuck with me from you is the idea of you know money comes and goes you know you figure it out and so on you'll find opportunities and so on but your mental health you know that's what really matters that's you know because that's everything that's your experience of life you know and, and it's almost determinant of what makes you happy and that really stuck with me. and from my transition I, I sort of shifted my values around this idea you've also mentioned of work for something not just work to work to to keep the status quo on the norm so I, i've decided to for instance work to travel you know i want to work to get experience that are you know profound and just take me out of my comfort so I've, I've sort of changed my philosophy of why, of why I'm spending all this time in a job. And, you know, I've also realized that I need other things going on. I can't, you know, put all my headspace into, you know, the day-to-day. -day like, so developing relationships, meeting people with, you know, interesting perspectives, you know, just finding who's out there, what they're about. And, you know, part of that's through, you know, traveling and maybe just taking my podcast around the world. And... Yeah, and just focusing on you know, the relationships that are close to me. And so I've tried to integrate those sort of things into my career and using my career as a way to sort of enable me to, to travel and to do these things. And I mean, I'm loving it. And it's at least given me a sense of direction and kind of, you know, even maybe some level of purpose. And so it's become more of a work towards the experience as opposed to just doing, as you said, the norm of the day-to-day and not thinking about why am I doing it. Now there's intent. I watched like a TED talk on apps and, you know, they said things that make people happy. It's not 
possessions or status, it's relationships, the interpersonal relationships with other people, your internal relationships with yourself, the experiences you have. And, you know, another thing body loves is facing challenges and overcoming them and growing. You know, we, we, we kind of love this, this process. It's really, it's good for us and it's almost very natural, but in the world, we can move so far away from challenging our comfort zones and, you know, not embracing these opportunities for self-growth. And, you know, we get fearful of, oh, that's maybe something that there's uncertainty or fear or the unknown or just, I'm so adverse to challenge now because I've been avoiding it. And to move away from that to just say, you know, I can face these things. I can grow stronger. And maybe I should be excited about overcoming things. And maybe I should think a bit harder on what matters. I think that's my perspective. So, yeah. Exactly. exactly what you're saying is like what I mentioned about people, of course, love being in their comfort zones and stuff like that. But also, like you said, when it comes to happiness, of course, no material things, status and all that. When you have all of that, it's hard to maintain because at the end of the day, there's always someone out there with a better car, bigger house, better boats, bigger plane, whatever it is. There's always someone out there earning more money, things like that. So to try to keep that is also unnecessary stress. That's why when you said no, but now that you've come home and you've looked and like I said, of going and what stuck with you is that money comes and goes. If you think about it, money comes in one hand, you work for it, you get it, you keep it for however long it is. Bills come and the bank comes and they say, cool, thanks. I'll take my cut. There goes rent. There goes the deposit on, on a house. There goes the mortgage. There goes whatever you're paying on. It goes, it comes out and then you have a bit of money. You got your socialize with your friends and what happens towards the end? You go, oh, we don't have too much money left. Let's not go out little home and let's chill until the next paycheck comes in. And then you go to the same cycle again and it keeps going on. That's your comfort zone. As soon as you push yourself out of that, and you try to change things. And that's when you grow. And that's when you also realize of going, okay, that's how I used to live my life. And I wasn't setting myself any goals. I wasn't pushing myself. I wasn't driving myself. I was going through the motions of life of going, money comes in here. I work, money comes in here. I use whatever I use it for. It goes out there. And then at the end of the day, as soon as you change it up and you do something different and you set yourself a goal, like you set your goal is that you're now working so that you can go and travel, so you can gain more experiences, do more of your podcasts and everything else. And that's made you realize of going, there's more to life than just going through the motions of just working for the rest of your life, going to the same places, doing the same things. And you're giving yourself a goal. You're giving yourself something different, something that will challenge you. And people always love to do that. How excited do you see when you get like the extreme athletes that go and climb like a stupid R wall or people that just push themselves to the absolute limit, like on comrades marathons and just marathons in general and Ironman and all that. They come over the line, their body's absolutely shattered, but they're smiling and they're laughing and they're happy. Wow, because they've pushed themselves. Because they've tried to learn and tried to realize, what can I do as a person? How can I challenge myself? People get bored. People, if they sit at home and then their comfort zone and if they go through the same things, you do, you get very bored. And it's awesome to try like really go, okay, cool, this is really against my comfort zone. It's not something that I like to do, but you know what, I'm going to go do it. And then you go and you do it. And of course, when everyone first begins to do it, they go, oh, what's the worst that's going to happen? Oh, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. At the end of the day, half of the things don't even happen, but they freak out about it. And that's what you also mentioned about people having fear about changing, changing careers or doing something else, but they put it in their own head before it's even happened. So you're really being your own worst enemy. So you must never, ever do that. Always go, you know what? I'm living in the present. You can't time travel to the future and you can't try time travel to the past. You can only live in the future. So why are you trying to think of reasons not to do things when it hasn't even happened yet? So you're not really living in the present. You're living in the future when the present hasn't even happened yet. 
And that's what I realized. I go, you know what? What makes me happy is I'm living now. I'm living my life. I'm doing what I want to do. If anything makes me unhappy or a challenge comes along or something like that, then you deal with it. You deal with it right there and then, and then you move on. And life always be with challenges. There's going to be plenty of challenges and it's, it's going to happen. And that's why it's great to share that like when people get themselves a direction, when people are just going through the motions of life, they get themselves a direction of, okay, cool. Well, this is why I'm working now. And this is why I'm, this is what I want to use my money for. And this is what I want to go and do. And it does, it changes the way you look at life and you change everything. And it also, it gives you that drive. It gives you that reason to get out of bed in the morning. You don't just get out of bed now to go, oh, I'm going to get out of bed because I've got to go to work. I need money to pay rent. No one likes doing that. That's not a full life to live. Now you're waking up in the morning and go, okay, cool. I'm going to wake up today because I can save a bit more money because I could go plan a trip or I can save for this car that I want to get or I can go do something else. Give yourself a bit of drive. And then that's why, like we were talking, like you mentioned now, of going, the difference between people chasing money and chasing mental health. There's a very big difference between the two. And it also links to your work-life balance of going, money will always come and go. When you die one day, you can't die with your money. Your money goes to whoever else you're kind of going to give your money to. But at the end of the day, when your mental health goes, you can't give your mental health to someone else and you can't just sort of go, okay, cool, well, I'll go do something else, get my mental health back. When your mental health is gone, it's really tough to get it back. And it is a hard way to live your life, to try and get your mental health back. Like people need sometimes sit down and go, what do I want from life? What makes me happy? And how can I do that? And more times than often, people will find out something about themselves and they will make themselves happy and realize on the way of going, oh, I can actually earn money doing this. And money will follow you. If you stop chasing money, money will follow you. As long as you are happy and you put good energy out and you're a great person and everything else, it comes to you. And that's why money is a physical thing. Your mental health when that's gone and you're not thinking the right way and you're not happy and you're thinking bad thoughts and things like that, it's sometimes not easy to come back from that. And it's just, it's a revolving nightmare when that happens. And that's when you need to kind of realize, you go, okay, cool. Well, let's not make money a priority. What else is there in the world that I can do that'll make me happy? And then I'll deal with the money problems eventually. So yeah, it's along those lines. So on the topic of going to, you know, friendships and social connection, it'd be nice to highlight kind of the value and importance and what, you know, you found useful in those spheres. Is there like, maybe we can start with like a, like a nice story of good moments with people, you know, something that makes, make one sort of highlight the idea of kind of friendship, connection, and just, you know, people, right? Yeah, that's why you, you have your friends. And of course, everyone goes through and some people are sociable, some people aren't, some people struggle in social interaction social areas and other people don't so it's just and that's why a lot of people that struggle in social areas and struggle to socialize and they look at people and they're like oh, i wish i was that sort of like charismatic and that forward and, and everything else and at the end of the day I, I never used to be able to go and just talk to everyone and you saw on our trip i eventually went through and i managed to talk to everyone about something at some point because i've just taught myself to go through to go there's there shouldn't be any fear people shouldn't have fear in their lives from other people because at the end of the day, we are still people. Everyone is a bit different. Yes, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, they're still people. If you treat people with respect and you nice them and all that, there shouldn't be a reason why you why you should be scared of people. And that's what a lot of people are. They're like, oh, no, I don't want to talk to them because they look like this, they look like that. And people, unfortunately, judging other people before they even get to know them. My travels and what put me through is, of course, I want to travel by myself. And I, got, I dropped myself in the deep end. I didn't just go just out of South Africa to go and travel where my family and friends are close. I went all the way across to America. And I was far away from everyone else. And I was the only South African there. And I was the only sort of 
one that's any of most of them were Americans and, and I still went there and I was shy and quiet in the beginning and hardly spoke to anyone. And then I went through and I just started talking to people and I taught myself and I realized of going, nothing bad will ever happen when you're on a tour group with people or you're going around, of course, have a look at the situation. Like I'm not saying go have a conversation in like a dodgy sort of area and don't put your life at risk and stuff like that. You can kind of, I'm sure you could suss out a situation, suss out a person of going, I think if I go talk to this person, it's not going well. But at the end of the day, if you go and just talk to people and you just have a conversation, it doesn't even have to be a long conversation. I've gone and I've had conversations with people that have lasted 30 seconds to a minute because either I've had to go or they've had to go or something like that. But at the end of the day, you're still learning social skills. You're still learning things about yourself. You're still learning things from, and, and you never know, you could end up chatting to that person for two hours and end up learning so much about yourself and learning so much more about the world and learning about them and things like that. So I taught myself and I grew as a person to be like, you know what? Just go up to people and just have a conversation. You just be nice. Just be nice in the beginning until you find out what sort of person they are. And then you can go from there wherever you want to take the conversation. And a lot of it was like I left my comfort zone again and I kind of dropped myself in the deep end and I either would sit by myself in the corner or I would have to go and talk to people and make friends and socialize. And yeah, uh, that's what I've done sort of my whole life. And that's why when I ended up being on the Kontiki tour, which we did, our adventure, was that was my second one. So I already did one. And compared to my first one, compared to my second one, very I was a very different person. On my first one, I remember I got onto the bus the first time and I sat by myself and I was quiet and I looked out the window for a while and everything else. And then, of course, in the beginning, they play the whole games where you introduce yourself and you kind of like, they kind of force you to meet people. And like, I had to get forced to meet people. But this time when I went on my second one, I ended up going and like the day before, as you mentioned, I met Brandon literally the day before the Contiki started and I met, met a couple other people. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, let's all go to the pool and we'll have some beers and stuff. And we all just sat around and just spoke and we all chatted and everything else. And what I learned is that everyone's different. Everyone has their own outlook on life and everyone has their own perspective. And first thing you need to do to make yourself happy, which a lot of people struggle to do, and it will it eventually come through that you'll be able to socialize with pretty much anyone as if you're happy inside yourself. So if you're happy with, and a lot of people hate it, you, you're happy with the way you look, you're happy with the way your body type is. You're just happy in yourself in general. And if you're happy with yourself in general, you're not worried about what other people are going to say about you. And you're not going to worry about well, how a conversation is going to be and things like that. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself socializing with people and talking to them. And if you don't judge yourself and don't judge others, there'll be no problem. Everyone at the end of the day wants to have a conversation and everyone wants to be nice. They just worried about other people being mean to them. And that's why you just, you need to look for self-acceptance. And as soon as you accept yourself and you're hundred percent happy and you go talk to people and if people are horrible to you, then just think in your head, be like, I, that's your problem. It's your miss. Like you and me could have had a great conversation, but you don't want to talk. Then cool. Then move on. That person's perspective of life and that's how they want to be. And sometimes you just have to accept that they aren't nice people in the world, but that's why you'll find some people that you can have a conversation with and socialize. And that's why, like me and Brandon, he was a sociable guy and he was happy and I was a sociable guy and I was happy. And him and me just cracked off his friends. And then that's why, it's like you said, so many people came up to us, go, how long have you known each other? And we're like, uh, only like two days, two or three days. But him and me just clicked because we were both like, okay, cool. We had to have fun. We had to meet people. We had to socialize. And people picked up on that energy and we put that out and we like, we went shy. We were going around and just talking to people and chatting and just being nice. And, and that's, that's just how you got to take life on. You just, sometimes you, you have to just, again, push yourself out of your comfort zone and just go have a chat. And as soon as you've done that, you first, it might not be a big push out of your comfort zone. Just a few having social anxiety or anything else. 
just when you're out at some point, just go up to some random person. Just be like, hey, how are you? And if they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Like, all right, cool. Cheers, enjoy your night and walk away. But in your head, remember, you push yourself out, not far, but push yourself out and changed it to actually go and take the effort to go and introduce yourself to someone. And if you do it more times, it'll stop becoming second nature. And then when you go from there, then you can start talking to people and start holding conversation. The next thing you'll know, you'll look in your rearview mirror and go, I can't believe I used to be that person, that I used to be shy people. I couldn't hold a conversation. And that's why it just it opens the world to just so many more possibilities. Now, that's the, I think the interesting thing of maybe in social anxiety is that, you know, myself, I've dealt with a lot of that, is that you make this big scary thing of it. Oh, approaching that person, what will they think? You know, am I going to mess it up? Then you approach them and you realize, oh, that was actually nice. Why did I stress? You know, what was the big deal? And, but you know, the first time still, you know, kind of getting into, and then you approach someone else. And it's like, every time you, you do that, it sort of almost a piece of pressure comes off. And, you know, the first time it's like a big piece and then a little piece until you don't even think about it. You're just chatting with people and it's a good time. I know in uh, improv, for instance, been getting into improvised comedy and, you know, performing that. And it's exactly that, you know. You go on a stage and there's a crowd and you're like, ooh, when do, which scene do I join? Some scenes will be basically you have to take the initiative and be like, cool, I'm joining that scene. I think this is a great time myself to perform and take you know the initiative. And the first time it's like, oh, shit, you know, maybe when I mess up that scene, what would I do? You know, like, how do I handle this? And there's so much you think about your brain spinning and it's just like, but then you... I think the key thing there is, and in social situations and even in performances, you just take that leap and say, you know, screw it, I'm going to jump into that scene. You know, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. You know, a lot of the time it'll just, it'll go well, maybe it'll be a bit rocky. And then at that point, you're like, whoa, whew, pressure's off. Now I just feel good. Now I can, you know, try again. You're like, oh, I think those little successful interactions or scenes or whatever, they just build like a self-belief in yourself where you're like, you know, maybe I can do this, you know, ooh, I did that well, you know, ooh, maybe people like me, ooh, maybe people enjoyed, you know, what I offer. And like just little pieces of kind of dropping off those, that pressure, but also just building kind of confidence in what you can do. And yeah, I mean, that's actually what I've enjoyed in that passion is that you can just, it goes from, you know, one state to another, just through pushing yourself just a little bit at a time. And I think that definitely for social anxiety helps a lot. Yeah, definitely. It's the same as most things sort of in life. Like if you practice something, you get better at it. You remember the first time you ever went and played sports or even simple things, practice handwriting or I don't know, any, anything in your life that you thought in the beginning and you did for the first time or second time and you go, I don't think I can do this. I don't know. But you know what? You practice it more and more and more. And after a while, it becomes second nature. Like most people know. Do you ever remember when you went and did your learner's license and your drivers and everything? Most people stress out and they freak out when you do your driver's license. Now you go and you practice it and you drive around enough. You don't even think twice half the time that you drive. It's the same as when you're in a social environment. Things are going to change because, of course, you're going to meet different people, different personalities, different cultures, all of that. But most of it's still the same. You still go up to someone and you still say hi. So now for you to go and join your improv, like you said, your first time, you didn't know when to jump in. You didn't know when to join the scene. You didn't know what to happen. And that was you and your first time doing it. And you were nervous. You're worried. And of course, the more you go and do it, and especially for people that have fear of public speaking and getting on stages and all that, always the first time is nerve wracking. But as soon as you keep practicing it and you do something that's 
like makes you uncomfortable. As soon as you keep practicing that and you keep doing it, then what was uncomfortable becomes comfortable. And then something else in your life will become uncomfortable. And that's growth. That's what is called growth. As soon as you do something that you never thought you could do or you never th- or something that used to make you uncomfortable or like you like I mentioned earlier of going so many people think of the future and are scared of doing things in their lives and are scared of changing jobs going traveling going to go talk to people things like that because they assume the worst and like you mentioned the improv of you saying oh you're a bit worried and you were going oh but what if this happened what if that and the thing is that a lot of people do it that they go the what if and the what if is an absolute killer for people's confidence for people being happy for people trying new things what if is the worst thing to say? Because what if is you thinking the worst thing that can ever happen. And secondly, it might not even happen at all. And people are like, yeah, but I'm preparing myself if it happens. Cool. I understand. Prepare yourself. That's fine. But people prepare themselves for six or seven different things that might happen and it gives them anxiety and freaks them out. And not even one of those things can happen. And then you go, okay, well, you stressed out and you freaked out and you gave yourself anxiety and mentally prepared yourself for it and it didn't even happen. You spent all that time and all that energy and all that stress on something that didn't even happen. And then as soon as you get past that and you go, okay, cool, well, now push myself past that. And I'm sure now with you being an improv, you're happy to jump into a scene and you're happy to be on stage. And it's just the thing, it's, it's practicing. It's people like saying, yeah, going to a social situation. The more you go and you talk to people, the more you practice and the more you just get out there, the more it becomes comfortable. And then you're onto your next level of, okay, what else makes me uncomfortable now? Cool, I'll challenge that, I'll take that on. And the next thing you know is that you've started with a small circle around you, that's my comfort zone, and you challenge yourself enough and going, okay, well, that makes me uncomfortable, I'll challenge. It gets bigger and it gets bigger. And you just keep challenging yourself going, and it doesn't have to be big challenges, even small ones, but your circle's still growing. You, Your acceptance and what you find comfortable in life grows. and then especially when your confidence level grows and you're being more comfortable, then your experiences grow. And then you can bring those experiences into social interactions with people. And that's why, and it's just, it's literally a domino effect. If you just look inside yourself and go, okay, cool. Let me get the strength inside myself. I can do this. Let me conquer it. I'm searching for my happiness. I'm searching what's going to make me happy. And I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to deal with one fire at a time as it comes to me. And the next thing you know, you, you're happy, you're comfortable, you're talking to people, you're going to go travel places, you're making money. And it does. It's just everything just seems to fall like together. And I, I'll never forget, I always used to, like, and of course, I've traveled a lot now and I've caught a lot of planes and a lot of flights, like all around the world. And I'll never forget when I first started traveling and I used to like stress and get so much anxiety and be like, oh, I'm going to be at the gate like two hours before my flight. And I've got to have all my documents and to research like a week ahead and make sure I have everything. I used to have this file that I used to have like copies of my passports and all that. And I used to freak out and I used to get nervous to fly. And then eventually when I was traveling enough and went overseas and all that, I remember like I would literally book a flight the night before and I'd be flying the next day and I would hardly be packed. I would hardly have my documents together. I wouldn't know what's going on. I would leave late for the airport and I was sometimes stressed and I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss my airport. Like, especially when I was coming back from Turkey, I woke up late and I had to go through immigration, waited in the line for ages, went through immigration, got there. She says, oh no, you don't have a visa. You've been here too long. You're going to be in trouble now. And I said, well, there's a letter. I've got a letter for citizenship. She goes, okay, now you got to leave this, go to another office on the other side of the airport, get it stamped on your ticket, and then you can come back. And I was stressing, and I was going through, and I'm like, oh, doing the what if? Going, oh, what if they don't let me through? What if the line's too long? What if I don't make it? What if they, they close the gates? Oh, they can't do that because my bag's on there, da, da, da. And it was just going through my head. And then I eventually realized, like, you know what? Just do what you need to do. Let it be. What will be will always be. And I realized if you do miss the flights, yeah, it's money. 
but you can always get another flight. You'll just get there later and it'll be okay. Everyone does that, which is a hard part about it. And it really does, it dampers your happiness and it also it dampers your going out and being sociable with people. If you sit there, like you said, of going and you look there and you go, oh, but what if the person doesn't like me when I talk to him? Or what if they are horrible to me? Or what if they ignore me? Or what if, and you're doing the what if in your head. And instead of having the confidence of thinking of that, looking at the person straight away and going, cool, I want to go talk to them. And keeping that confidence up and keeping that happiness up of going, cool, I want to go talk to them. Let's go talk to them. Then you sit there for the while and go, what if this, what if that, what if that? And then you dampen yourself, you dampen your happiness, you dampen your confidence. You you literally, you knock yourself, you're your own worst enemy. And then next moment you sit there and you go, okay, well, I'm not going to go talk to them now because they don't like, this could happen, this could happen. And then you're upset with yourself and then you're not happy anymore. And who was the one? Who was the one that brought you the unhappiness? You, yourself in your own head. Instead of you just going, you know what? It is what it is. Let me go have a chat. We'll see what happens. What if I've gone through it? I've realized what if is the worst killer to anything that's come through? Yeah, you know, any social situation really is that you start from a point of low self-belief and also the thought that other people won't appreciate what you offer, right? Then, you know, you sort of build some self-belief as you try things, as you push yourself, as you go into the, you know, the movements of the scenarios and just engage in these things. And then, you know, your confidence goes up a bit and then you start to see that people start to see the value in you and appreciate you. And these kind of things rolls together and all of a sudden you're like super believe in yourself and confident and that everyone around you is like, wow, you know, is this and this is so cool or, or, you know, this is a person I'm drawn to. And building those things up, the internal and then the external reflects that and then that reinstills the internal. Yeah, it's it's funny how quickly it builds momentum, right? It's the same as like I said, it's it's everything else. Everything is affected and it literally it all starts with you. And that's why I said that a lot of people don't like when I say screw your friends, screw your family, you living your life. And it all starts with you because it does. Like you're saying, as soon as it starts with your internal happiness and your internal confidence and everything else, people look at you differently. You come across to people differently. It's always, it's body language. It's this, it's how you speak. It's how you are. And everything changes around you. And then once that starts changing, people like people come up to people, start coming up to you to want to talk to you. And people are like, Oh, you seem like fun. You're great. And you have a great conversation with them. And then you just start getting compliments from people going, Hey, you're looking great lately, or you seem so happy and everything else. And then that just gives you more confidence. It makes you even happier. And it's just, it's a snowball effect. And as soon as you're more happy and you're more confident, then you're going out and you're doing things that you never used to do before because you have that happiness and that confidence. And at the end of the day, exactly like I said, it all started with you. It all started from you on the inside, sitting down and thinking, going, I want to make the change in my life. I want to be the change that I want to see in my life. And as soon as you do something and confidence grows and you make yourself happy and things like that, people notice that. Maybe not everyone notices that. If you're trying to make yourself happy and confident to look for the affirmation and the, like, the compliments and stuff from other people around you, that's the wrong way to look at happiness because you're trying to make yourself happy for other people around you. You're not trying to make yourself happy for you. So that's why if you make yourself happy for you and you're not worried about everyone else around you and you're like, you know what, this is my life. This is how I'm going to live it. This is what makes me happy. This is what I'm going to do. You will realize that it will come across that when you go out and you meet people and you go and you do things and people will notice that and you'll come across completely different. And then just things will happen. Social things will start happening. And then you'll end up going traveling or you'll end up getting invited out with work friends to have drinks and you'll end up getting invited to parties and you like, and then, as soon as that starts and you keep that happiness, you keep that confidence going, then you meet more people. 
And as soon as you meet more people, then, oh, you're confident and you're great and you're happy. And then those people invite you on. And it's just, it's a knock-on effect. I mean, people are just drawn to you. People have told me, I, I don't know why, I don't know how, I don't know what it is. And a lot of people say, man, you have this energy about you. Like you just, you manage to talk to anyone and everyone around you, when you talk to them, they seem happy and all that. And you just have this energy. I've, I've never known that. And I've never seen that. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just being me. I'm happy with myself and, and I'm just doing what I'm doing. And yeah, a lot of the time they do. They just say that like, you have this energy and you just, you draw people into you. And the more I kind of like talk and the more I kind of look at myself and I meet different people and everything else, I do kind of realize of going, I never used to have this energy. I always remember when I was the shy, quiet kid growing up, like I had, I had my friends talk about my friends and now we've been friends for years, but I would struggle to go out and I'd always be shy to go talk to new people and people that I never spoke to. And I did the whole what if thing. And then as soon as I got past that and I started looking at myself and started trying to be happy inside myself and being happy with myself and making myself grow that now people are like, yeah, you have this energy, you draw people in, people want to come and talk to you. You just have something about you and it just goes from there because then you receive those compliments and it feels great. And then you're okay, cool. Confidence grows. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me sort of happy that they happy. And then it just grows and it's just a, it's a domino effect from there. And that's why you just, you need to start with yourself. As soon as you happy and you come towards yourself, you don't have to worry about anyone else in the world. What makes you happy, you will be happy. And so let's take a closer lens on travel itself. What aspects of travel do you find are most kind of beneficial to self growth and challenge and just being happy? What aspects create these proud effects on us? You know, is it your culture? Is it the people you meet? Is it the activities you do? Is it just the fact that putting yourself out there. What do you think there is to it? I think the first thing why everyone else goes to travel is you get to go see places that next moment you see it on TV or something like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there. And that that's also, that's a great feeling to go and see places that not a lot of people have seen or like as a sort of famous thing to go and see and everyone knows about it. And because if you think about it, there's some people around you that haven't left the country, that haven't gone and traveled. It's just, that's just the way some people are. That's the way they want to live their life. And it's great to sometimes come back and talk to people and go, hey, well, I saw the Eiffel Tower or I saw the Colosseum in Rome or I saw this, or I saw that. And it's just, it's a great feeling to go and stand there and see things that you've learned about at school, say through geography, history, learn on social media, on TV, whatever it is, all these famous places. That, of course, that makes you happy when you kind of stand there. Like I can never forget when we went to the Grand Canyon and we got there and I remember standing there and I looked over, especially on the far side, I thought there was a green screen because it just it didn't feel real that we were like really there. But it's weird and I'll never forget. I stood there and I looked at it and I go, this is the Grand Canyon. Like I'm looking at it. It's like, this has been a movies. People know about it. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It's so cool. And of course, that that's one of the first things about travel that's great to make you happy to actually go see different places. But the one thing that I also realized that makes you happy um, is when you're going around, you're meeting different cultures, you're meeting different people. And that's a great thing is that when you meet different cultures and different people, you you meet, kind of learn how other people operate. You learn that there's different things are done differently in the world than, than what's around you. There's more to the world than, than what you used to. You start growing as a person, you're learning new things, you're doing different things, like especially us in Asia, you eating different things, like we ate scorpions, crickets and everything else. I never thought in my life I'd ever do that. But then of course you went to Asia and I was like, yeah, well in Asia, got to do it, got to give it a try. And that for me, that I, I grew from that. I, it wasn't a big thing. And I did something that now I have a story to tell. And the main thing that I always like about traveling is meeting the different people. 
service out, meeting the people that you meet from that country and learning their culture and everything else, which is great because, of course, it grows your mind, gives you knowledge, grows you as a person, great conversation starter, helps you socialize, everything else. Is of course, meeting the people that are with you on your trip or meeting just people from different parts of the world because everyone goes goes traveling with the mentality, especially if you're traveling by yourself, goes there with the mentality of going, I want to go meet people and I want to go and have fun and I want to go see different things. So everyone is now traveling with the same mentality. So people you always find when you travel a lot nicer, a lot better to talk to because they're on holiday. They don't have the stress of work. They don't have the stress of back home and they're happier, as most people would say. So that's what I've realized. And then, of course, when you go out and you meet different people, then it comes down to what I said earlier of that now, then you learn their experiences and you learn what they've gone through and what makes them happy. And you pick up that off of other people and then you go, okay, cool. And it kind of, it, it helps you look at yourself and going, okay, well, yeah, I've kind of been struggling with that in my life. How do you get through that in yours? Because I can see you don't have that issue in your life but I have it in mind and they can give you the advice and they can say, well, I did this through my life and I did that and this will happen. And you go, okay, well, I've never thought about it in that way. And the next moment now you're taking steps down a different road that you never thought you were going to and you're having so much more fun and it's, it changes your life and it opens up different avenues of being happy and different options and different choices. The one thing that I realized that that's what makes me really happy is going around and meeting other people and learning from them. Of course, the partying and stuff like that on trips always help. That's always a lot of fun. Um, that's also another great way of meeting people. That's what makes me the happiest about traveling is I know every single time that I leave and wherever I'm going to travel, I'm doing it by myself. So I can't rely on anyone else. It's literally me. I'm standing with my bags and I have to get around and I have to do this. And then it becomes a usual like social aspect of people that's, you always feel safer when you're with someone else, someone else for advice, someone to help you through this. And you always do feel safer. And the way you have to do this, go and talk to people. And that's why it's just, it's a whole knock on effect. One thing literally leads into another. And as soon as you realize of going, there's no need to have the fear. There's no need to do the whole what if, and I'm worried that this could happen and this could happen and this could happen. And as soon as you just, you start the process and you're happy with yourself and everything else, it just it knocks on, it leads on to everything else. And it's just, it's a great thing to to do, to realize what I've done in my life and where I've gone and I've traveled. And especially when we've gone to Asia, that I remember stepping on the tour bus and everyone's there and you're meeting people for the first time and all that. And I rock up and I sit there and I'm like, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to different places. I'm seeing different things. Like so many people can believe it that for some reason, whenever you go travel, you always just seem to have a different energy about yourself. You can walk a lot further, go out and sometimes party a bit harder than what you usually do at home. You you can just, you seem to do a lot more. You seem like a different person when you go and travel. It's because you've put yourself out of your comfort zone. You're doing something different. You've changed the way you think. Your mind is operating and thinking in different ways. Your mind is a very strong thing. And that's what makes you happiest is because it's it's something different. It's something new, it's something exciting. It's the same as when you save up money and you buy a new car, you buy a new house, whatever. It's the same sort of excitement, but it's what you take from it and what you learn from it. And that's and that's why that's why I like to travel and traveling makes me happy because I realize every single time I leave, I'm going to come back with some version of growth of myself. I would have learned something new. I would have seen something new. I would have got some sort of growth out of it in one form or another. And for me, I love challenging myself. I love growing. I love kind of just getting everything I can out of life because at the end of the day, most people always work in their aim of going, oh, I'm going to live to 60. I'm going to live to 70. Unfortunately, that's not the way life works. You can walk outside and get hit by a bus, which is not a nice thing to say, but it, it can happen. 
And what's the one thing that you want to do when you're lying and you in your deathbed and you're struggling of going, Oh, I wish I was happier because I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. And also you're not happy and you're not accepting that when it's your time, it's your time. So that's why just make every single moment count. And I promise you happiness and everything just, it all just works together. And I promise you wake up every single day, especially when you're traveling, you wake up every single day with a smile on your face and you're like, cool, how am I going to challenge myself today? How am I going to take it on? What am I going to see today? Who am I going to meet? What's going to happen? And it's just, yeah, travel for me is just open my mind and just change the way I look at life and the person that I am. And I'm, I've never looked back. I found with the Buddhist countries there, you know, Thailand, all the places we visited in Southeast Asia, Laos, Cambodia, was that I loved the people. And I found it so interesting, you know, there's, there's lots of like, you know, temples and things. And it's so rich with history, you know. From where I'm from, you don't experience that where you walk down the road and there's a temple and you like jog a bit further and there's a temple. But I just found these people are living what would be considered quite simple lives. They just kind of, maybe they make food for the market, you know, maybe they farm, or maybe they're, you know, in tourism, and they're just so happy. They're not stressed. They're not constantly worrying about things. I found that so interesting that other ways to be happy, not just this westernized version, you know, and they're sort of quite at peace with things, you know, and maybe it's part of the mindful atmosphere, but there's kind of that calm, inner peace, and genuine happiness and you know the people are just they're good right they found them morally so cool you know they're all nice they're excited to interact with you and there's no cold shoulders and they just feel so so much integrity and morals think of two moments one moment i think it was in laos the notes all look the same to me like there's lots of symbols and lots of zeros because the currency's weak and so you're sitting through this travel pack on your waist in front of you and trying to like find the note. So anyways, it's like one of the shades of blue was tenfold the amount of another one. And I just grabbed it. And the money's strange. One side, there'll be like a number. And then one side, there'll be, looks like a number, but also like text. So you don't know what quite to look for. And so I give it to this lady and I'm buying, you know, something, some piece of clothing. And, you know, I run off and I'm going down the street. And then, you know, this lady runs after me and is like, and, you know, there's a bit of language barrier, but basically it got to, so I was confused. I'm like, why are you coming after me? I think my product, you know, I paid or whatever. And then she's like, no, no, you paid way too much. You know, you paid 10 times <laughs> the amount. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I was so confused. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. And so she's like, no, no, let me get your change. And, you know, there's kind of like a community between the stores. So she's went around and they sort of got the change and. You know, in Cape Town, that money's gone. And I would have never known, you know, I, I don't remember this person. I was way down the street. She came. That's just kind of a, like, such a, a goodness. And it's just everywhere. And like another moment was my sunglasses down somewhere at one of the doors. Um, you know, there's lots of markets that part of the world. And so I put my sunglasses down and I went to other stores, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we're going to move soon. And so there's all of a sudden this kind of panic to shop you out of the place i'm like ages later like oh i don't have my sunglasses you know i have a bit of a klutz and so i'm like going to each store and looking around and you know one of the stores i'm like i can't find my sunglasses and then you know go around and try to retrace my steps and then i come back to that store again i'm like are you sure it's not there and she's like no no it's not here and she's like she actually went around to all the neighboring stores and all the people she knew and she asked around if anyone had seen these sunglasses. Like, no, 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 no one knows where it is. And I'm like, you know, I didn't ask for that. It just gave me a sense of, you know, their kind of care and investment in the people around me. 
and maybe the idea that like you know we don't have to get a quick buck you know we're happily doing our thing there'll be more customers you know we've got our families this is kind of a big family orientated aspect you know in a western culture sometimes we feel very detached from our families on the money thing i at a stage i lost my credit card and i panicked and i didn't realize how much of a thing this can be in a foreign country not having your credit card how you like oh you lost your credit card go to the bank you know bam it's you know you don't have blink now you know i have like a little bit of change in my wallet what do i do you know i'm not around my safety net my support system and kind of a panicky and then you know i'm asking around you know someone said you know you with these people on the tour and you know maybe someone can help you out you know i knew dan was seemed like a cool guy but also he was another south african and easier and so i went to him you know you helped a lot yeah I remember that. That's why it's it's the whole thing is like I was also like really surprised going over there when when you walk around and you're over that side. I remember when we used to go around, I used to look at a lot of people and the way they used to live and everything else going, these people don't really have much going for them. They're small houses and everything else and no big fancy car, no big fancy house, no fancy clothes, everything else. But at the end of the day, they were happy. Everyone was always laughing in the streets and talking and happy and, and living their best life. And at the end of the day, it just shows or gave them a lot of money and they still gave it back and sunglasses, no one sold it, they gave it back. Of going, it just material things often do cause a lot of stress in people's lives and makes them unhappy because of course like i said they're always trying to achieve the next big thing they're trying to be the next best or have the next best newest thing and so you realize that of going that's that's not how life works they go yeah money can buy you happiness yeah to a certain point it doesn't buy you happiness throughout your whole life and what i saw in asia and going around there of going the most sociable happy people that they don't seem like they have much and they still they crack on with their laugh and they laugh and they joke and they have fun because at the end of the day they might not be money wealthy but their soul their soul's rich their soul is wealthy because they're happy they wake up in the morning and they go and they do their job and they talk to their friends and they have a laugh and everything else but then you get the people that wake up in the morning and go work 10 hours a day or something like that just to try to drive the fastest car and have the biggest house and you're telling me who's more happier in their life and who's going to probably live longer than the other person because that's just the way life goes of going it all starts money isn't the whole thing as soon as you realize money comes and goes and it's it is what it is and don't get me wrong yeah save your money invest get your money set yourself up and laugh but it's not to be all and end all you don't always have to be have the biggest house and the biggest car because if you are soul happy and you are soul rich then the day that that last day comes and you can't take everything with you then you realize who's lived the best life and that's what I realized. And that's why when you came to me and you were like, yeah, no, this has happened. How can I help? And I've realized, like I've been there of going, especially if it's your first time traveling overseas and something goes wrong and you're like, well, I don't really have anyone else to help me. I'm here by myself. And luckily enough, you were traveling with a whole bunch of other people. And then you came to me and I was like, of course, I'm going to help you. Because at the end of the day, if it happened to me, I would expect someone else to like help me if I went and asked for help. And that's why it's just being good people, having good people around in your life. And it doesn't take much to be a good person. But you know what? Being a good person can change the other person's life completely. Someone could be having a bad day and you go up to them and you greet them nice and you say, hey, how are you doing? Maybe tell them a joke. That can make their whole day. 
And it's, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard to do it. As long as you're happy, you can pass your happiness to someone else. And that's why when you came to me and you were like, oh, I lost my car and everything and you were stressed and you are worried and everything, I looked at you, I was like, hey, man, cool, I've grabbed my car. Just, how much do you want? Let's go draw some cash. And then you're like, oh, but I'll pay you back. I was like, mate, you're on the trip with me for the next couple of weeks. I know where you stay, so it's not a problem. And that's why I was like, you know, we'll sort it out. Because for me, money comes and goes. But for me to help you out, because that really could have ruined your trip. You couldn't have gone out to do things. You couldn't have gone out to buy what you wanted to buy. You couldn't have done that. And that's why in my head, I was like, I'm not going to not help you because at the end of the day, that's your happiness. You spend a lot of money to do exactly what I was doing. And that's why it's just when you help other people, it also, you happy, you help the other person feel happy. And it really does. It changes, changes someone's like week. It can change the day. It can change everything. Like it changed your whole trip that I went through and helped you. And I was like, dude, no problem. I was like, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll make a plan. And we did. We made a plan and you cracked on and a great trip. And yeah, we all cracked on and a great trip. Are there maybe practical tips you could dish out for some of the listeners out there to make their travel experiences maybe a bit easier or even just to get the most out of these things. You know, you're putting a lot of funds, putting time aside. You want to get the most out of it. Any tips for that? Definitely a lot of, so some tips is just do like a bit of research into where you're going. Like at least have in your head, unless you're booking a trip like we did, that takes you to all the places. If you're traveling solo by yourself, just do a bit of research. That always helps because of course, everyone's scared of the unknown. Everyone fears the unknown. Not everyone is sort of as open to it. Do some research, have a bit of an idea in your head. You feel a bit more comfortable. That'll always help. That'll probably help you have a better trip. And especially the key one is the day that you arrive, wherever you arrive, make sure you have a hotel booked, you know how to get there and you know where you're going. Because that is always the thing is you've gone and you've flown over many hours, you've flown from wherever you've flown and now you're tired and you get there. And the last thing you want to do, and I've done it, and it is not fun, that you walk out the airport and you go, okay, well, now where am I going? This is great. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know where I am. Don't know how I'm getting there. Don't know what's going on. And you got to try and make the best out of it. And it sucks. It's not a great way to start your trip. So that is definitely one sort of, and then as soon as you arrive at your place, you're comfortable for that night, you get a good night's sleep during that night, do more research, find out what you want to do, find out where you want to go. That always helps. Second thing I always find is for, especially like we've already spoken about, get the what ifs out of your head. Mentally prepare yourself for going over. Mentally prepare yourself and say to yourself, I have spent a lot of my hard-earned money to go and do this. I've put a lot of money into it. I might never, ever experience this again. And you probably never, ever will experience it. And you can go to the same place four times and your experience will always be different because it'll either be a different time of year. You'll meet different people, different things will happen. You'll never, ever in your life have the same experience ever again, feeling the way you feel and the people around you and everything else. Cherish every single moment, but mentally prepare yourself. Just before you go, again, take a bit of time and go, cool, whatever's coming my way, I will take on and I will deal with it as it is, like what you did when you lost your cards. You were like, okay, well, I've got to deal with this. I don't have an option. Okay, let's go. Pick up which is your comfort zone. You just quickly phone up someone and go, okay, cool, I've lost my card. Can I cancel it? Yeah, cool, I'll come pick up a new one tomorrow. No, you couldn't do this. This was something different. And you made a plan. You pushed off out of your comfort zone. You came to me. And I think it was like second day or third day or whatever. We hardly knew each other. And you came and you chatted to me. Get yourself ready of going, whatever happens, I will try and stay calm. I will try to think through this. And I'll take on every single sort of challenge or fire that comes my way. And especially when I say men to prepare yourself is going open-minded. Go in and, okay, cool. I'm going to experience this once in my life. I'm going to go and do it. People have fear of hearts. People have fear of swimming. People have fear of this. People have fear of that. Again, if you have a very big fear of doing it, don't do it. Try push yourself out of it. Try do something different because that'll always be something in your head that will stick in your head for your trip of going, you know what? I never really liked swimming, but I was on this riverboat cruise or whatever, wherever you're going. And I got off the boat and I swam a little bit and I was safe and everything. And that'll stick in that person's head. That'll be the best part of their trip. 
And then again, always go there with backup plans, backup, yeah, backup card, backup locks for your bags, backup sort of, it doesn't always have to be backup documents and everything else, but sometimes just have a backup, but also make you feel a bit more secure. But also at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, remember, it's also still money. There are shops around. You can always still buy new things. I remember me and Brandon had to go buy new underwear and buy new shorts because we were going out that night and we didn't manage to do washing. And we were like, oh, we haven't done washing. What are we going to wear tonight? Da, da, da. And we were like, this is a shop. You got money. Always make a plan. I remember I left my cell phone charger behind, I think on the second day in a hotel room. I'm like, great, well, now I can't charge my phone. I went to like the 7-Eleven or whatever, bought myself a charger. Like those are things you can't freak out about. Just remember and always believe if you're a good person and you ask for help and you have money, you can get anywhere in the world. You can always make a plan and you always will. Just always look for the brighter things in it. Whatever you do somehow, you always look for the best in people and you always look for the best in the situation. Because I've realized well on the negative things and you look at the negative things in people, it'll come out. So it'll be obvious and it'll just drag you down and it makes you unhappy and it drags your spirit down. Just try to rise above it and just try to make yourself a better person. And any like favorite sort of travel stories that you'd like to share? Yeah, I definitely think the first night that we all went out, that was that was fun. I know the night before I arrived in Australia in Bangkok when we were there, and of course I did the thing, go there with an open mind. And before I left, my friends and my family were like, "Oh, they got different things to eat there. Are you going to eat them?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not? I'll give it a try. If it's not great and I don't enjoy it, just sort of be nice and polite about it. Maybe." spit it out if you don't really like it otherwise then yeah just try and experience it going open-minded yeah then we got there before we met everyone and remember eating scorpion that stuck in my head and then the next night when we all met each other we we're eating spider and everything that was fun that boat cruise i really enjoyed that because of course everyone was stuck on the boat so that was a good way of kind of getting everyone together to sort of chat to meet each other and that was that was really cool i enjoyed that there were a lot of good moments going around and i think for me it was just Every single day I took it on of going, okay. And I remember going to my head and looking at people on the bus and being like, okay, well, I haven't spoken to that person so far on the trip. Let me make my mission to go talk to that person, find out about them, what's going on, why they're here, what makes them travel. But as you know, everything was just lock giggles the whole way through. Remember buses in the morning, how hungover most of us were and the stories that were coming out, things we did. Yeah, I also still remember Kentucky over in America, traveling through there was pretty much the same all around and you meet a lot of people and everything and you go you see some awesome places you take some photos and you have some great parties and you have some great times but i always think that what i take away from traveling is the people that i've met and then the contacts that i've made is that now me going around and traveling so much and meeting so many different people that i could literally go now to australia new zealand and stuff like that and i've got friends over there going if you ever come and visit you've got a place to stay and there's so many places around there from knowing people that i've gone around and having trips and you're on the trip and you having fun with those people and you're going out and you see different things and seeing things together it's great and it's a lot of fun and unfortunately the saddest part of it the trip does come to an end but the best part about the whole trip is that now you make friends you've made friends with people you've met people you've had a conversation with people and lucky enough now with technology everyone's either a phone call away a facetime away a message away it doesn't matter where you are in the world everyone's close enough and these are people that you will stay in contact for the rest of your life It's a great thing to take away from the trip so many people i see like get unhappy and they get sad and everything of going oh the trip's over And the reason why they get upset and sad is because they know they're not going to have as much fun when they go home because it's back home it's the same routine into the back into the same comfort zone as people say the same boring routine all of that but then I always realize when I leave of going you know what yeah you might go back to that but now I've still made people and I'm still in contact with people have a catch up have a chat and it's just it's great and it's and that's what makes you happy some of the connections around you and as soon as happiness does start with you and you are happy you draw people in How has sort of travel and the interactions you've had 
and even the people you've experienced and influenced your perspective on work and career choices? I think the wisdom and stuff that I've gathered from traveling around in career choices is like what we spoke about is that every single country, culture and person, wherever you go around the world is something different. And usually with something being different is usually a job will usually be attached to that. People do different things like farming. People will farm differently in South Africa compared to farming in Asia and compared to farming in America. That's just a basic example of, of talking like that. Everywhere in different cultures and stuff in different areas is always different. So what I've learned is that there are more jobs out there in the world than people think. So many people go through and then they finish school and when they finish school, they go, oh, I don't know what I want. Because if you think about it and you go around, there are so many jobs out in the world. But the thing is that people don't know. They just know what jobs are around them and from the people they've spoken to, what jobs they can do. But now when you go and you travel around, you see different things. You meet different people. You see different styles of work. You see different ways of how work is done. And it makes you realize of going, that's why you need to start with your own happiness. Go, what makes you happy? this makes me happy. Okay, cool. Well, now I'll find a job that's what makes me happy. And you'll be sure to find out how many jobs are out there that people don't even know about that are happening. And people are absolutely loving their lives and they're having so much fun. But people are like, oh no, um, I've got to do this because I have to earn this amount of money because again, want this big house, want this big car. Instead of trying to make themselves happy. And I've realized that when you go and travel, it's just there are a ridiculous amount of jobs out there. And that's why they're like, oh, but there's so many people that don't have jobs and they're unemployed and everything else. And I do, I really wish that there were enough jobs for everyone out in the world. But I've realized that if you are hardworking and you're a good person and you give yourself 100% for anything, you'll make it work and you'll make it happen. You need to make it happen. You need to make your happiness happen. And you are happy and passionate about something. You find a job that suits that. You don't yeah. try and suit the job. The job should suit you. That's the best way to look at it. Yeah. You know... In my community in Cape Town, I just felt so boxed in because, you know, you, you're not in some typical successful career. In Cape Town, it's a tech hub. You're not working in tech. You're not utilizing those businessy fields. Everyone stresses about the economy and, you know, it's going to be a failure and you're not going to be able to make it. It's like, do that or your life's going to suck. This is the impression. You know, people are so used to that way of thinking that when you say, oh, I want to try this untraditional or maybe not commonly you know, known as a lucrative career where I'm staying, no one supports you. Everyone's like, no, that's ridiculous. You'd never be successful at that. You know, oh, why are you giving up this such great career for other thing? You know, when I was thinking on these ideas of where I wanted to take my career, I mean, I was chatting to you about it, like how people back home, they don't take it easy for you to pursue these other things and to be sit down and be like, I'm not happy in my position. I need to make a change. And that change might have to be a big one. What do I do? Everyone just says almost, don't make that. We're so in our comfort zones and we're so scared about the what if that we don't even try. But then, you know, I started to think on it and I'm still thinking on it is there's things like you have a passion in something. There's some way that you can exercise it. I, for instance, still have the ambition to develop my fire spinning rear. I'm looking into, you know, Cape Town, it's not very lucrative, but if I find some tropical island, you know, there's places in the world, it's huge. If you're, if you work hard and you're a top tier performer, you know, there's little paradises that do retreats and stuff. You could do really well. And so that's just taking something that people might call a niche in the environment where I live and being like, going out in the world, I can find something where I can do that. And if you don't have passion, there's experiences. You can find things out there in the world that you'll be like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Oh man, I enjoy this so much. All of a sudden you go from like, 
there's nothing I'm into to like, wow, I've got this cool thing I want to try. And I think finding those things comes through exposing yourself to experiences and new places. Because if you're always in the same place and same sort of box, you're not going to tap into everything around. You know, even on currency, you can take advantage of the fact that some currencies are stronger than others. And I'm trying to move towards that. If that career in your currencies is not so great, if you do that career in a foreign currency that's strong, like the dollar or something, all of a sudden, or you work, you know, remotely for some first world country, making money that in that country is maybe not that much, but then you can travel with that money or you can take that money, store it and take it home and live a great life. So you're right. The, the world is actually such a conducive environment to pursue these passions or to discover new things. But, you know, when you're in your little box and everyone around you is in that box, it's hard to know about or see these things. And it's quite scary to go against the norm. The way the world works, that's why you have a thing called a boss. So you get your workers and then you get your boss. Like in a beehive, you get the queen and you get all the workers. Now, of course, no one wants to lose workers. No, no boss really. They want to improve people, but they want to improve them in their own business so they can do better in their own business, but keep them in the business. No one wants to lose people. So now a culture has been created of going, no one really supports each other and no one backs each other. When someone has this idea of going, you know what, I'm actually not happy in this job, but this is my passion. And it could be something completely weird, completely different to what most people think is the norm. And then you hear from a lot of people, like your own family members and everything else. And it's because of the generation they're in that the generation we've been brought up in is you get into the job, you work the job, you die the job, and that's it. But that's not the way we should be living our lives because People should be trying to support each other. The culture needs to change. People should be supporting each other with whatever makes them happy, whatever they want to go and do. And like you say, you like your whole sort of fight on setting and everything else. And that's why when you and me chatted about it, of going, that's why you need to go and travel because I've heard stories about people that literally go make a career out of it in Hawaii and stuff like that, like you're saying, with the resorts and everything. And now a lot of people, like if you go and tell them that, a lot of people will be like, what are you doing? Why don't you work your normal job? But you know what? What makes you happy in life of going, you know what? You can go at that resort, perform every single night, live at the resorts, live in Hawaii and in a tropical place that people pay paying your money to go on holiday for and you're getting paid to live and work there. And it just it makes you feel complete. It makes you happy. That's the thing. It's what you want out of life. Like when, like you say, when we went to Asia, the people there were so happy. They didn't have much. Didn't have much. Them, small houses and everything else. But they were happy. Like I chat to so many people and they're like, oh, I'd really like to go and do this. And I'm like, go do it. Why don't you want to do it? Go do it. What's the worst thing? Oh, no, because of this, because people don't support me. I don't do that. And that's what I always say. And people still get upset with me when I say, screw your friends, screw your family, screw the people around you. Don't worry about it. It's your life. It's how you want to make. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people have passions that family members and friends don't support. And they're like, how are you going to make a living out of that? If you're passionate about it and you work hard and you put a lot of effort and everything into it, you will find a way to make a living out of it. People always do. It always happens. And, and that's always the hard part is to try to create that culture around us because people are so negative when people are like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. I want to make a change. I remember when I quit my job and I want to leave. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go join a yacht. So I'm going to go work on a boat. And when I went to go join four or five years ago, my family and okay, well, two of my friends are doing it. But most of my friends and family are like, what are you doing? Are you going to go work on a boat overseas? You're in there by yourself. You're crazy. Everything else. You can't go do it. And I said, well, I want to go do it. So I said, I still want to keep traveling. It's my passion to keep traveling. I want to go travel and I want to earn money and everything else. And it all went and worked. And I had a great time. For the last four years, I've made quite a lot of money and I've had an absolute great time. For me, waking up every single day, it wasn't work because I would go to different places. And I still remember one of the times we were anchored off a, a club somewhere. And I remember standing there watching and filming. 
And then my captain came to me and he spoke to me and he's like, Dan, what are you doing? I said, I'm just filming so I can remember this because I'm like, there are people in the world that will never, ever see this place in their life and they will never, ever come here and not even know it exists. I was like, I didn't even know it existed until we rocked up there. And I'm like, that is my job. And I went because I followed my passion. If I still wanted to travel, I'll make a living out of it. If I wasn't going to go work on yachts, I would probably be like a tour guide or I would probably something along those lines to go keep traveling. But the thing is that I didn't have the support sometimes of some of the people around me. And I still said, you know, what makes me happy? How do I want to live my life? What is going to bring fulfillment and enjoyment into my life that I'll go to bed every single night with a smile on my face and go, you know what, I had a great day, even though I worked and I wake up every single day and I forget that I'm earning money doing this. Like sometimes me and the other people that do the job, we look at each other and we laugh and we go, you know, we're getting paid to do this. Like when we sometimes don't have trips or anything, we're going out in places that most people pay so much money to go on holiday there and spend money. If you had to give some more advice to those trying to find a career that brings them happiness and fulfillment? I would definitely say, of course, use your first step. Don't look at a job that you go, oh, well, that's a nice job because it pays well or it travels to this place or something like that. That's not having a passion. Just because a job looks nice and you might be like, oh, that's great, cool, could have a lot of fun. That's not the job because sometimes with the nice jobs like that comes with a lot of hard work. And if you're not prepared to put in the hours and put in those long work like my job, my job is very hard. When we are on trip, we are working like 13 hour days every day, all day, Monday to Sunday, public holidays, weekends, we work and we graft. I've sometimes worked 15, 16 hour shifts before. It is tough and it is long hours, but of course the reward and the value. So you need to sit down and you need to look at it and you need to go, okay, what is my passion? Genuinely, what is my passion? Not just what's a nice job. As soon as you figure that out, then you need to start doing some research. So luckily enough now, which I think also a different generation is we can go online and we can search anything around the world. We can find jobs over in America. We can find jobs over in Australia, jobs over in Asia. When our parents and their generation, they couldn't really do that. They would get the local newspaper or go to a different town or something like that. That's how they would get the different jobs. To go, okay, cool. So I've realized my passions. Let me go do some research into it. So research everything from where are the jobs? What's the demand for the jobs? What's the average salary? How can I get into it? Do I need additional training? What do I need to do? And that's the sort of things that you need to do. You just kind of like get your ducks in a row a little bit and just figure out how to make your passion and your dream of making you happy in the workplace. How can you get there? How can you achieve that? Because if it's your passion and if it's what you want to do, you're going there in your mind of going, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to enjoy this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before you know it, you blink your eyes and you're not actually working. You, you're having fun. You're living your life. You're enjoying it and you're earning money while you're doing it. The life lesson that you have to do is you live one life and you have to be happy with who you are and what you are. To everyone else and things like that, don't worry about what everyone else thinks. At the end of the day, you are made the way you are and you're perfect. Your past has defined the way you think and the way you operate and the person that you are because you've been brought up that way and you've learned your life lessons and that's what's made your personality and defined the person that you are. And what I've learned is you have to be happy and comfortable with yourself. You have acceptance about yourself, everything else will work out. Then it opens up a lot more doors to a lot more different things. Then you realize what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What can you work on as a person? You use your strengths to make yourself happy in a workplace, social aspects, everything else. The other thing that I also learned is don't let fear take over your judgment and the way you live your life and everything else. A lot of people live life in fear. Get yourself mentally in a good headspace. Don't fear anything. Try not to think negatively if you can. Just always put the positive energy out and just try to think positively. Because of course, when you're not scared and you don't have fear and all that, then you're going out and you're socializing with people and you're learning a lot and just being sociable. Because then I stopped having that fear of socializing with people. I've seen through my history and my past and everything, I've had a lot of family members pass away when I was younger. And it's just, it's made me value 
laugh, blink, and it's Wednesday, and you blink again, and it's Friday. And you're like, yeah, I got the weekend, cool. And then you have your weekend, and next moment again, you you blink, and it's Monday again. Take a bit of a second and go, you know what? I've worked hard to get myself here, and I appreciate where I am and what I've done. Laugh goes by you, and the older you get, the quicker it goes. I had a bit of a tough childhood, losing a lot of family members and everything, but I passed away when I was really young. And when I tell people the story, a lot of people go, oh, I'm sorry. And I always say them, I, mean, I don't, I don't want your sorries. I don't, I don't need the sorries because I've learned that was his life decision, and that's what he did. And I define me as a person of going, you know what? I'll bring myself stronger out of that, and I'm going to live my life how, how I want to live it. Every single day, take it as it comes, and I promise you, like you'll learn life lessons as you go through. Because every single person is different. Every single person has different things to learn. Every single person has different strengths and weaknesses. You need to look inside yourself, find out who you are. And as soon as you find out who you are and what makes you tick and what makes you happy, then it's just, it's so much easier to take life on. Because then as soon as you're conscious and aware of yourself, then you will know and you will start trying to put yourself in situations to push yourself and make yourself adapt and change and improvise and improve. As soon as you start making things uncomfortable, or at least what you thought were uncomfortable, comfortable, your circle of comfort grows. And the bigger your comfort circle, the more you can challenge yourself and the more you can go and do different things. And then one day you're going to stop and you're going to sit back and realize and go, well, hell, I've done a lot in my life and I've seen a lot and I've done that. And that'll also, that'll put a smile on your face and the memories and everything that you had. It's funny how you know, little moments, little interactions with people have such a big impact on your life. You know, just that little thing you talked about or that moment you pause and challenge your perspective or what's really going on now in my life what do i want what makes me happy what doesn't you get a lot of those in traveling that's such valuable so many opportunities to kind of expand grow and experience really appreciate you coming on it's been a good chat i've enjoyed it thank you for tuning in folks to this enlightening episode of the power effective we hope you enjoyed this heartfelt conversation with dan and found valuable takeaway to apply your life's journey follow us on instagram at power of perspective with steven remember happiness is within reach when you embrace the power of perspective stay curious seek new horizons and remember that the true fulfillment lies in the way we view the world around until our next adventure together keep exploring and unlocking your potential mm-hmm.